Tuesday morning and it is just not any ordinary Tuesday morning. This is a special Tuesday morning because Jacksonville's favorite son, Jalen Ramsey, has requested a trade. Something that we hoped would not happen, but the writing was kind of on the wall after those skirmish that happened on the sideline last week against the Texans. But before we get into all of that, because, man, you guys sounded off on Twitter about this. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Another Jags Pod. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. We're at Another Jags Podcast. So let's just jump right into it, because uh, this is a pretty historic night, I think, as a Jaguar fan. Many people's favorite Jaguar was Jalen Ramsey, right? Uh, there's a lot of people in my close circle of friends who are huge FSU fans. And Telvin Smith and Jalen Ramsey were one, two, their favorite Jaguars. And there's a potential that neither one could be on the team next week. If you haven't heard and your head is in the sand, Jalen Ramsey has requested a trade via his agent. Um, not the greatest news, but honestly, not that surprising. We asked on Twitter uh, less than an hour ago. We said uh, we put a poll out there. What do you think the Jags should do? And um, these are your options. Trade Jalen Ramsey, fire the coaching staff, try to work it out, or make Jalen play his contract out. We're going to get into all of these a little bit, um, but just your results uh, here. Almost 300 of you voted 50%, which is the most I don't think we've ever had on any poll here on the mailbag, said fire the coaching staff. Oof. I mean, I get it. Like... The coaching staff has looked bad. The penalties, the losing streak. I mean, I think I saw something in the last like uh, 16 games. It was like Maroon's like 2-14. and 14. Not good. Uh, or, or something like that. The coaching staff. Todd Wash, man. Like, I feel like he played a lot of cover one. It, it, we, we weren't on the sidelines. We can't really see what happened. Like, most people think that it was because that Doug Marone didn't challenge the, the catch that Hopkins had on the third and medium. That it probably wasn't a catch, but to be honest, there was probably nothing in the review that could, that could show us what it was. Like, there's no, nothing would have overturned the call at 25%, which surprisingly, 25% of you said, try to work it out. Try to work it out with the coaching staff. Try to calm Jalen down. Realize, like, no one likes to lose, especially Jalen Ramsey. He's on a losing team right now. They haven't won games in a while. Try to work it out. Try to be like, look, man, we're going to pay you relax you we had a bad game we defense everything they could that could work i don't know if it will but uh, that could work 14 percent of you said trade jalen ramsey and this sentiment is kind of i feel like kind of happening on twitter uh some people are trying they're starting to get fed up i was talking to some jags fans tonight and they were they're pretty fed up with jalen ramsey they're fed up with his antics they're fed up with his behavior and the dropped interception like i understand like it happens. The dropped interception is really irking people. Like it could have changed the game. Yeah, we talked about that on yesterday's mailbag. Like it could have changed the game, but are we going to really pin it? Like pinning the, the yesterday's game on Marone and calling him a bad coach is just like pinning Ramsey's drop against the Texans for the interception and calling him an underperforming corner. I, I think it goes both ways. 
Rounding out the vote is 11% is make Jalen play his contract out, which is funny because what you could literally make him play next year. You could franchise tag him. Technically you could franchise tag him twice. That doesn't really work out typically or ever franchise tagging a player as far as retaining him. You could probably get away with it. Um, we are seeing a swell of players like just deciding to sit out. And I think that's kind of what's motivated Jalen to be like, all right, trade me because players are getting very vocal and they're getting very honorary when it comes to their talents. We see it with Antonio Brown. We saw with Le'Veon Bell. We see it with Trent Williams. It's happening all over the league. And I think Jalen's just the next one to do it. So that's how you voted. Let's just jump to your responses real quick. I want to jump to your responses, and then I want to get you uh, what I think. Okay, I'm, I'm literally going just off of the most liked replies, okay? So this is the, the order of, these, of, of you guys uh, and what you said is off of the most liked replies in the thread. The first one comes from Kev Click, and he's at kclick underscore six. He says, as much as I want to keep him, I think he's done with the Jags. He's been talking about playing for new teams all offseason. Let's try to get two first-round picks like the Khalil Mack trade and move on. I, I know like Jags fans are real split on this Jalen Ramsey issue. Because like I said, like Jalen is a lot of Jaguar fans' favorite players. I'm not going to lie. He's, he's my favorite player on the Jags that we've had in a while. He's very Deion Sanders-esque. But if you remember, Deion Sanders created a lot of problems for a lot of teams and by the end of his career, he played for six different teams. If we're calling Jalen Ramsey Deion Sanders-esque, that's basically saying that we are admitting that he's going to be a guy that plays for six different teams. He did say in the offseason that he wanted to play for different teams. I, don't, I, I had a weird feeling when I watched his interview with Taylor Lewan on Taylor Lewan's podcast. First of all, why are you going on Taylor Lewan's podcast? Come on another Jack's podcast. I'm just kidding. I got no problem with you doing your thing. But he went on the podcast and he said he'd, he'd prefer to play in Vegas or Nashville. I get you're from Nashville and Vegas because what he likes to party. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know, man. Like after that interview, there was a little bit of smoke there for me, a little bit of smoke. And I thought, okay, there potentially could be a problem here with Ramsey's attitude. So that's a good point there, Kev Click. Um, I think I'm starting to, to move with that side of the argument. I mean, you could get a couple first-round picks for him. Do you wipe out the, the staff and, and, and get in, start over? I mean, some guys get in, and it doesn't take them forever to rebuild. Like, we automatically assume it's a quick rebuild, but we see coaches all over the league kind of jump in right away and, and do okay. Adam Gase is doing okay. Sean McVay. I mean, he he jumped in right away. He's doing pretty well. Andy Reid did pretty well in Kansas City right away. I mean, I know he's got history, but why? he's got experience. Why can't the Jags bring in a guy with history and experience? You know? I don't know. All right, let's move on to the rest of you guys' Twitter responses. Like I said, it's, it's a pretty spicy episode. Uh, this is from Heather, and uh, she's at, hey, it's Heather17. She says, I listened to the post-game reaction, and it helped me back off of the ledge, only for me to get home and to see all the Jalen news. She says, fire everyone. Oof. Okay, now firing everyone is, is a reactionary response, and I think that it is valid sometimes. What makes me kind of like weirded out and upset is is how the rest of the team is kind of responding. 
like Ronnie Harrison obviously was not happy with the response that Doug Marone came over. Like Doug Marone, if you haven't seen the clip, we all have by now, went over to Jalen Ramsey and obviously said something to him that made him upset and immediately had the players like kind of separate them in an altercation. You're a head coach, man. You can't do that. I understand he's a lunch pail guy. He's a he's a he's a hard worker. Dude, that's like legit your best player on defense. I know he's a diva and they don't like divas. They don't like prima donnas, but let's not forget Doug Maroon walked out on his team in Buffalo. Legit walked out as the head coach to take the offensive line coach here in Jacksonville because he was not happy. He's that type of guy. He is gonna stick to his convictions and his morals, even if it means he's gonna get fired or he has to leave his high profile job. Jason Rat at Rat HCP says, This really hurts my heart, but I'm trying to start accepting that he's going to be gone. It feels like a bad breakup, and I might hate him once he's gone, to be honest. I, you know, I, I really like that analogy. Like a, like a bad breakup. Because I mean, we've all gone through bad breakups, and what happens? In the moment, it hurts, it sucks, and you wish it didn't happen. But you look back on it in a couple of years, retrospectively, and you realize that it was actually better for you and that you're a better person and that you're glad you're not with that person anymore. Could this be the Jalen Ramsey analogy metaphor that, that, you know, works? Maybe. I mean, he has really, really caused a lot of problems here. I mean, the, starting with the whole GQ article and he got the whole NFL, like, just on him. You can't talk trash about all these quarterbacks and then like let these receivers light you up the way they did in 2018. Uh, like you can't. You can't talk trash about Josh Allen and then do nothing against Josh Allen. You can't talk trash against these guys and say who and all these guys and then and then lose to them. I don't know. Like if like I understand like you're the you know you can only can you can only do so much as a defensive back covering one player. At the same time, like you can influence and affect the people around you. Do you not have the influence and, and the effect to keep the players around you from getting all these personal fouls and all these penalties and all these late hits? What kind of leader are you? And we're going to make you the highest paid player on the team and you're going to pout when Marone doesn't throw a challenge flag? Yeah, I, I think I'm with you, Jason Rat. I think I'm starting to accept that he's going to be gone too. I didn't want to believe it early in the year, but now that I look back on it, like I feel like I'm kind of an idiot for not seeing it coming. You know? Like, you didn't want to believe your girlfriend was cheating on you when all of the evidence was there. You were seeing the text pop up on her phone. She was even talking about it on other people's podcasts. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's not a good analogy. The Kenny at KNNTHP3. Oh, and if everyone wants out of a contract just so they can play for the Patriots like A.B., then there isn't as much of competition as folks think. <laughs> I saw a funny meme on Twitter. It was uh, Bill Belichick when he hears that Jalen Ramsey wants to be traded and it's that meme of Kobe Bryant like peeking over his teammates. Like uh, <laughs> I was laughing so hard about that. If he ends up on the Patriots, man, I may, I may quit podcasting. And that and that would take a lot for me to do that because I love this a lot. All right, let's move on to your other responses here. Uh, Chris Morley, he's a good fan of ours. He says, staff and front office have to go. The mismanagement of talent, the terrible defensive schemes, an outdated and predictable offensive game plan. Get a, de get a decent defensive coordinator with this defense and an offensive-minded head coach. He says, Josh McDaniels, maybe. And this is a perennial playoff team. 
I like the idea of bringing in a offensive minded head coach. Uh, technically, Doug Marone is an offensive line head coach. I know he likes to win with defense and then running the ball, but I mean, he's an offensive line coach. I don't think Josh McDaniels leaves the Patriots for Jacksonville. I just don't think so. I mean, if he's not going to leave to go anywhere else, he's been offered jobs. I don't think Jacksonville is the, the team that, that changes his opinion. Um, Man, the staff in front office, it's, it, they put us in such a weird position. They draft terrible in the first round. They draft great in the later rounds. If we're giving them credit for Minshew and Quincy Williams, like these guys are home run hitters in the late rounds. But I mean, that first round, I mean, I, mean, I know Taven Bryan looked better last week, but oof, I don't know, man. It's, it, 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 they put us in a tough spot. They really, really have. I wish they didn't, but at the end of the day, you got to win games. At the end of the day, it all comes down to your win-loss record. You can talk about all you want for people and who they are and and what type of player they are, you know, coach they are. But I don't know. I mean, here's the bottom line. With Dave Caldwell as the GM, we've gone 30 and 67. 30 and 67. And I have to give a shout out to uh, Jaguars subreddit. Uh, this dude's name, uh, Jay Gridler. Uh, he says the team is 30 and 67 with him as the GM. Blame it on whoever you want, but he's not putting together a winning team. Uh, I don't know, man. That might sum it up. That might sum it up for me. All right, we're going to take a quick break, then we're going to hit the rest of your comments. And I'm going to bring up something that may make you think about re signing Jalen Ramsey and the benefits of that. And here's a hint. It has to do with the current top 10 highest paid defensive backs in the league. So sit tight, uh, hit this quick word from our sponsors, make sure to support them, and uh, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to another Jags podcast. This is your daily mailbag. We're calling this the Jalen Ramsey Daily Mailbag. If you have not heard and you're jumping into this midway through the podcast, which would make no sense at all, but you people are crazy out there. Jalen Ramsey's requested a trade. He's outspoken. He likes to create controversy, but it's happened and it is what it is. So, you know, the mixed response on Twitter has been insane. It seems like half the people are in favor of letting trading him for some first round picks. And some people are in favor of firing all the front office and siding with uh, Jalen Ramsey over the team and the GM and all that. Um, before we jump into the second segment, make sure you follow us on Twitter. We're at another Jags pod. We cut up film all the time. That's, you know, I love cutting up film. I love it's what I do all day, every day. You can follow my personal Twitter. It's at jtrent904. Um, you know, but just a little uh, caveat there is the Orlando Magic season is about to start. So many of my tweets may involve NBA basketball. I hope you're okay with that if you want to follow me personally. If not, it's fine. Just follow another Jags podcast. It's all Jaguars all the time. Okay, here's something I want you guys to think about. To all the people that are siding with Jalen Ramsey over the team, and I mean, I have personal friends that are saying that the team should, like, they're so frustrated. They're done with the Jaguars. They're not going to renew their season tickets. They should just move to London. Like, the, the, the hate, the hate around this situation is, is, is not good. Is, is not good. But here's what I want you to think about. Like, would you rather have a team that doesn't, that would you rather like would you rather like just give up on the Jags and the team move or have a team that's terrible and at least have a team in Jacksonville 
So if you're one of those people that's going to stop supporting the team because they're not making good decisions, like at least we have a team, man. There's only 32 cities with teams. And really like some of those are in the same city, LA, New York, like there's really not that many cities with teams. So let's not like be quick to just like abandon shit because I would be devastated if the Jags ever moved. So let's just not be so quick to just like abandon ship on the Jaguars. All right, let's get to more of what you guys said on Twitter. I mean, we asked Twitter uh, what you guys think about it. And um, there's a lot of there's a lot of mixed responses here. Sarah at Sarah Gresham says, first, you got to work it out. No coach will come here if we fire Maroon because Ramsey wants out. We should have fired them before it came to this, but our hands are tied now. Secure Jalen, then fire the coaching staff when the dust settles. That's that's some like 40 chess there, Sarah. I like it. I like it. Uh, BJ Jones at Forever Jones 90 says, Jalen has nothing to do with the firing. It's all about the 2-12 and 12 in their last 14 games. Okay, so that's the stat that I was talking about earlier. I was, I was wrong by a couple games. So, I mean, yeah. But to be fair, though, on that 2-12, and 12, like your quarterbacks have been... Okay, out of those 16 games, your quarterbacks have been Blake Bortles, Cody Kessler, Gardner Minshew. It's not really a fair shake. I mean, we've just been real, real unlucky at the quarterback position. Uh, this is BRP at Lompo, L-O-M-P-O, says the smart thing to do is trade him. Recoup value. What I want to do is make him play his contract and franchise him every year, not caring what he thinks about it. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the vindictive thing to do. And like all of us <laughs> out of spite that don't like him, that's what we would do. But you got to remember, he probably wouldn't play. He'd probably sit out because he's more valuable, healthy than he is, you know, playing on a franchise tag. Maybe, right? I mean, that, that's what I want to get to. Is he more valuable sitting out than he is on a franchise tag? I would post this on Twitter and, and, and this was something that was in the back of my head for a while, ever since Jalen talked about wanting to get paid and saying he was going to give the team a hometown discount, but now he's not like in the back of my head without looking at the numbers, I've always thought to myself, like, man, like paying defensive backs top dollar, like never seems to work out. And, but I, I didn't want to like just, you know, go off of just what I thought. So I went back and looked at the numbers and let's look at the top 10 corners on this list here on as far as highest paid, the number one highest paid corner at 15 million and $50,000 Xavier Howard for the dolphins. Most people would have never heard of Xavier Howard, um, but he is actually really, really good. And he's a good player. And in fact, he's so good. He's made Minka Fitzpatrick almost obsolete to the point where the Dolphins literally traded the Steelers, Minka Fitzpatrick, for a first-round pick. And if the Steelers can give a first-round pick for Minka Fitzpatrick, then I would think Jalen Ramsey's worth at least that and more. But Xavier Howard is a good corner. Highest paid corner. Is he worth $15 million? He is right now. He is right now. And, and he's a good player. And I like him. The, the second highest paid corner, Josh Norman for the Redskins. $15 million a year. Totally not worth that. Totally not worth that. He was so overpaid, man. I would not. If, if we were paying Josh Norman $15 million a year, I would be so disappointed. 
Think about it. That's exactly what Clayus Campbell is getting paid, and Clayus Campbell is two times the player Josh Norman is. Third highest paid corner, Trumaine Johnson. Trumaine Johnson's good, but he's not $14.5 million good a year. He's not that good. So, so far, uh, two of our three overpaid. Xavier Rhodes for the Minnesota Vikings gets paid $14 million a year. He's a pretty good player. He is a pretty good player, and I would say that he's probably the best corner on this list right now. He may be worth it. He may be worth that. Number five, Patrick Peterson, $14 million. Mm, that's a name. Like He's a good player, but he's not the old Patrick Peterson. He's not shut down Jalen Ramsey good. $14 million, that's overpaid. That's overpaid for that guy. Number six, Kyle Fuller for the Chicago Bears at $14 million. Overpaid. Good player, not worth $14 million. Absolutely not. You could get someone in there for a million dollars that is a little bit worse than him. And that's how you know he's overpaid. Number seven, Desmond Trufant. Eh, 13.7, that's a lot of money. He's not that good. He's not 13.7 good. Another guy who's overpaid. Number eight, our very own A.J. Boy at $13.5 million a year. The steal of the century for A.J. Boye. Not worth that. Absolutely not worth that. Stephon Gilmore for the Patriots. Very, very good corner. He's probably worth the $13 million a year. But I would argue that he's declining. Good player, though. Absolutely good player. I would probably pay him that. And number 10, rounding up the list, is Janoris Jenkins. $12.5 million a year. Who absolutely is not worth that. Absolutely is not worth 12.5. Once upon a time was good. Not that good right now. So out of your top 10, I would feel comfortable playing Xavier Howard, Xavier Rhodes, and Stefan Gilmore. Jermaine Johnson's good, but not 14-5 guild. So that's three out of the top 10. That's, I'm thinking that corners get overpaid. Corners get overpaid, and that's the bottom line. And there was a chance. I know Jalen's good, and we know, and I know we all love Jalen, and he shut down DeAndre Hopkins to 40 yards. I know all that. I know all that. But corners get overpaid. It just happens over and over and over again. Same way that running backs do. All right, let's get back to your last couple of Twitter questions here, and then we'll, we'll finish it up. This is a mailbag, and it's turning into a <laughs> full long episode. All right, um, Josiah Waldner at Josiah Waldner says, there should, this, there should be fire front op. Okay, there should be fire front office option um, in the poll. When really, when I said fire coaching staff, that's what I meant. And I apologize because that was poor. That was poor on me. But to be fair, I mean, I was, I mean, watching Monday Night Football, you know, I just did the poll when the news came out. I wasn't like really thinking it through. But yeah, fire front office, fire coaching is kind of what I meant by that. Jagfan at Jagfan15 says, suspend Jalen Ramsey for putting those hands on a coach. Yeah, you don't ever set the precedence that you can like push a coach. I mean, it didn't look like he pushed him to me. Uh, it looks like he kind of just like, you know, things happened. But. I don't know. Like, yeah, you could suspend them, but uh, you know, it's always been a thing and it's, you can say it's right or it's not, but uh, great players are always above the rules. You know, there's always exceptions to the rules and Jalen is probably above that rule there. All right. The last one, this is from big G 100 and, and he's at big G underscore 1998. He says, and this is in all caps, by the way, fire Doug Marone. He's killing our team and no one wants to play for him on our defense. Okay. I get it. I get it, man. Like you don't have to spend a lot of time convincing me that we could use a new coach. Um, I like I said, I was big on the Marone hire, but 
dude, you can't lose the penalty battle every week. You can't lose every week. You can't have your players undisciplined. You can't go week in and week out underperforming your talent and expect the fan base to rally behind you. So is the answer to trade Jalen and get a new coach and just start from scratch? Get a guy. Hey, I heard Chip Kelly might be available soon. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of guys that are available. I mean, who's the dude down in, in Miami? I know he's not doing well, but I mean, he's he was literally just like, what is he, a defensive assistant for Bill Belichick? You can get one of those guys. There's guys out there. It's okay to recycle a guy. Look what Andy Reid did in his second stint. It's okay to recycle guys. I'm, I'm cool with that, 100%. All right, that's going to wrap up our podcast uh, today. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening. I know this is a tough time to be a Jags fan. But look, players come and go. Wins, losses, they come and go. But what's consistent is that we are Jaguars fans. And no matter who puts on a jersey, we root for them. And we expect them to win and to give it their all. Because we give it our all every single day, rooting for them, analyzing them, and cheering them on. So we expect the same out of them. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe to everything that we're on. Uh, Give us that five-star review on iTunes and everything like that. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We're humbled by the downloads that we get as the number one downloaded Jags podcast. And as always, go Jags.